You're listening to Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers with your hosts Greg Barrett and Kane Holloway. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, God, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. You look great. You look great. And I'm talking to the listener, not you. Absolutely. I know that. As soon as I kind of, uh, I had to pivot because I thought you were talking to me. And now (laughs) I realize you're not. You do look great, Kane. Kane, you do uh, look great. Thank you, Greg. So do you. Pat does as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at him with his full beard, just waving his full beard in my face. Yeah. It's great to see you guys. Hi. Yeah. You, did you not take bullshit from fuckers this week? Are you taking bullshit from fuckers this week and you're checking in to re-up? Maybe you need to get recharged because you've been taking bullshit from fuckers. You're like, I got to gotta listen to my boys. I got to have them tell me not take bullshit. Yeah. Listen, if you want an opportunity to really re-up, you should come to our workshop. We're doing a workshop October 3rd at 11.30 PST. Pacific Standard Time. Tickets are on sale at... Don't take bullshit from fuckers.bigcartel.com. Come join us. Mm-hmm. It's already filling up. There's only a few seats left. We like to keep it small because we like to keep it personal. But there mm-hmm. is room for you. So come and get involved with us. Yeah. Uh, it's a blast. You'll have a blast. It's, Everybody yeah, it's, that does it really digs it. Mm-hmm. And some people are coming back. Yeah, that's right. You know, so we get to hear their stories and, and see how they're doing. So I've made friends out of this podcast. You know, I'm sure you guys both have too, you know, with people that send a nice message. They don't necessarily want something. They're just sort of checking in or maybe they check in from time to time. or Maybe they want to share something, but they're not positive. They want it on the podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've been going back and forth with this one girl who I'll keep anonymous because I think she wants to be anonymous. If she doesn't, I'll say her name next time on the podcast. But she sent me a message that's so good that I want to start a new segment of the show called This Asshole. (laughs) Oh, this asshole. Oh, this asshole. Yeah, this is so phenomenal. I kind of, I like, the second I saw it, I was like, please, can I read this on the podcast? Please can I read it? And she gave me the thumbs up. So I'm going to read it now. So it's it's a little, it's a little long, not too long. Okay, here's one for you. I went on a date with this guy. I found out that he had only two relationships in his whole life. One childhood sweetheart that lasted nine years. The second was a long distance that lasted five. I went on a date with him and immediately knew that I had made a mistake. He was kind of sleazy and just wanted to know why I had liked his profile so much. He lives half the time about an hour and a half from me. So this is why I also knew it wasn't a good fit. When we were eating dinner, he tried to kiss me. I sideswiped out of the way, so he just got air. And I quickly got into my car with no intention to follow up again. This is the message that I received from him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hi, Carly. It was lovely to meet you tonight, and I enjoyed the conversation. In hindsight, it wasn't fair of me to go on a date when I'm not clear what I'm after, and I'm obviously not quite ready to jump back into the dating scene. That would have been confusing and annoying for you, I expect. So apologies for that. I think you're lovely and you have a gorgeous smile. You obviously work too hard, but that's probably a credit to you. I'll leave it to you to whether you want to delete me or not. I suspect I will be in a better place in a few months and clearer about my wants, and we might be able to have a better evening at that stage. 
I'm an exceptional and experienced lover, which I would enjoy sharing with you under different circumstances. Women say that they've never been with a man like me. Let me know if you'll put me in the bin or on the back burner. Mike? Oh, <laughs> oh no. I am, I am an exceptional lover. What are you doing? Experienced lover. You know what this? You know what this feels like? This feels like uh, when those bad singers on American Idol would talk shit about Simon Cowell. <laughs> They'd be like, "They don't know, man. They don't. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> they yeah. never. They just pass. They're gonna be pissed when they know I'm, when I'm famous for my exceptional lovemaking." <laughs> it's so amazing that this dude was like, in hindsight, it wasn't fair of me to go on a date when I'm not in the right place. You mean the place where you were rejected at the table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude's a Monday morning quarterback for show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is gaslighting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me just say right up front, I don't think that I was being up front by stating that I'm not probably in a place to be with someone like you um, yeah. in the dating pool. And that's obviously my fault. Um, here's I've the other dated- issue. I've only dated two people in my life, apparently. And the last one was a long distance relationship for five years. So I'm not five years. So I'm really not ready to really start anything. That said, if you decide to delete me, you're really missing out on some premium D (laughs) (laughs) premium. I'm like bored. Premium D. Yeah. (laughs) Premium. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I am thinly sliced. It's also like a deli skin. meat. I'm the boar's head. I'm the boar's head deli meat of fucking. Yikes. Women that... say that they've never been with a man like me. Can you imagine just selling yourself like that? You know what I'm going to tell her? Women say they've never been with a man like me. What do you want? Have you read my, have you read my Yelp page? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the stars. Four and a half. That's not bad. <laughs> it, it's such a weird pivot. This yeah. dude is doing. It's such a bizarre saving face to one, let her know, hey, I'm the one that fucked up to make her seem like he's on some higher level emotionally. Look at him taking the brunt of the issue. Yeah, the reason we didn't work out is because I'm not ready. And right. I should have said that from the start. That's my fault. I should have been more in tune with my feelings, making her seem like, oh, she's really missing out on someone with very high emotional intelligence. But also, I would have dicked you down good, and that's your fuck up. Oh, yeah. But keep me on the back burner. <laughs> Just in case. Like, if you're, thinking about a, if you're thinking about a dick down, I'm so available for you, and I'm so quality. My reviews are – the reviews are in, kid. The reviews are in. <laughs> this opportunity that you're missing is – it's phenomenal. Uh, you you have no idea what you've just given up on, and and with I'm that, so fascinating. This, if, listen, if you're listening to this and you have something like this that you want to send us, we'd love to read it in our new segment called "This Asshole." Sometimes the texts that what men and women get after first dates are phenomenal, especially if something's gone wrong. People complain a lot about ghosting and how shitty behavior that is, but also mm-hmm. let's weigh it out. Which one would you rather go through? Not hearing from this person at all or seeing some weird convoluted speech about how emotionally unprepared they are, but sexually your world would have been destroyed 
had you have not fucking bounced out of the way. She dodged him like Neo. How? <laughs> yeah, totally. And then he had to rewrite the script as she fucked up. And he's not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to not be able to kiss people. <laughs> <laughs> this asshole. Wow. I love What's that he some- said that he would, he's an exceptional experienced lover, which he would enjoy sharing with her under different circumstances. What are those circumstances? Good lord. Yeah, what what other possible scenario could you find yourself in, fella? Where you're not ready to date, but you're just down to have a fuck relationship? You weren't charming enough to get a second date, and you're going to somehow weasel your way into just a fucking? She doesn't want to have dinner with you. You think she wants to see your cock? Fucking dipshit. <laughs> in hindsight, it wasn't fair of me to go on a date when I'm not clear what I'm after, and obviously not quite ready to jump back into the dating scene. Except for that you went on a date. Yeah, you went on a you date. You dumb shit. And you went to kiss. Like yeah, they were you couldn't have been more ready to jump back into the dating scene. Oh, God. There's not enough people out there who don't understand signals. You know? I know. The, the, the signal to go in. Sometimes it's sometimes there's a lot more waiting involved, you know? There's a lot, a lot more waiting involved. And that's just sitting there. You ever play double dutch? You got to time it out. <laughs> you can't just run into a double dutch going on. You got to fucking... Wait, 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 and pick your moment. And yeah. uh, this guy does not know signals at all. And he's no. very incredibly egocentric. Yeah, totally. A yeah, total narcissist. All right. Well, hopefully that was helpful, Anonymous. It's enjoyable, rather, really. Just a roasting. Yeah. It was just a roasting. That's all. What a special person. Yeah, he was awesome. If you have an experience like this you want to share with us, you can message us over mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, you can DM us over on Instagram and you can email us at dtbffpodcast at gmail.com. Also, our 100th episode is coming up. We got uh, special guests coming on and uh, we want to have a nice big show for you guys. So if there's anything you guys want to hear from the show, some of your old favorite segments from uh, past episodes, Roast My Ex, do you want to see <laughs> characters come back like Lil Squirt Squirt or uh, the door-to-door door salesman? known only as Dave Downtown, or weird things said on a first date, all of this. What do you guys want to see? What are some of your favorite things from the show? You can message us, or you can call us. What's that number, Pat? That number is If you're a writer, performer, or creative in any way, then you might benefit from my coaching program. I've written several best-selling books and toured the world as a stand-up comedian and started a band called The Reigning Monarchs. Whatever creative path you choose but feel stuck on, don't worry, because I can get you unstuck. For more information, go to gregorybarrent.com coaching and sign up. You'll also find this link in the show's description. And I can help you if you have relationship problems as well. This is the theme song for what does this mean song. The theme song for what does this mean song. We'll read a self-help quote and they're definitely not memes. Memes are something completely different than quotes. Quotes are supposed to help you through all the bullshit in your life. 
and memes alike on a poster of that cat hanging from a tree and it says hang in there baby or mondays am i right mondays am i right so if you can think of a different title then we'll probably change it all right (laughs) (laughs) all right all right Oh, uh, we're it's what does this mean? Everyone's favorite segment. Uh, yeah. So much so that someone apparently stole our idea. Carly P says, "What the fuck, guys? They stole your line." And it's a liquor company that teamed up with a card game called "What Do You Meme?" And the the and it comes with a gigantic bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't just play cards; you have to get fucking wrecked. <laughs> And it's a card game called What Do You Mean? Yeah, I don't know what it... I have no idea what you do on the card game. I've never played What Do You Mean? I would assume you do what memes do. They show you a picture and then you assign... You know what? I think I already already got it. They give you like a picture and then you assign an emotion to it. And I think that's how you play What Do You Mean? Because that's Mm -hmm. pretty much all memes are. Yeah. I can make card games all day, baby. Yeah, you need to be fucked up to enjoy that. (laughs) For sure. I have one... I don't know what kind of conversation this one will start, but I have one that says, it is perfectly obvious that the whole world is going to hell. The only possible chance that it might not is that we do not attempt to prevent it from doing so. Fuck you. (laughs) That's my reaction to that one. That's from Robert Oppenheimer. (sighs) No, yeah. Okay, Bob. But, you know, <laughs> old Bobby Oppenheimer. Hey, let me tell you classic something. Bob, it's classic Bob Oppenheimer. Look at the ice caps are melting. What are you supposed to do about it? I'm Bobby Oppenheimer. Oh, Bobby Oppenheimer. Yeah, didn't he in, He invent the atomic bomb? <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Don't prevent it. Don't prevent it. You can create it. You can create the end of the world. That's how Bobby do. Hey, let me tell you something. I'll create the end of the world, no problem, but I'm not going to try to prevent it. I'm Bobby Oppenheimer. Fuck off. What a dick. Yeah, it's a dick. <laughs> okay, I have one. It says, the day you realize you don't make sense to anyone is the day that you start to make sense to you. No. No. Okay. No. Just so you know, that's from me. <laughs> That worked out better than I thought. <laughs> You're that an was, idiot. It was, it was it was it was being passed around. It was sent to me. <laughs> the day a girl named Sam Ninen sent it to me. It says, "The day you realize you don't have to make sense to anyone is the day you start to make sense to you." Just anybody. The day you realize you don't have to make sense to anybody. Oh, you don't have to make it's sense to day. anybody. It's the you day you start to make sense to you. Speaking gibberish. <laughs> This guy doesn't make sense. Well, he makes sense to him, and that's what's important. <laughs> that is what is important. That's true. I mean, self-love is very, very important. You don't, Your story is not important to other people. You don't have to make sense no. to them. They don't have it, to get it. That's way better than what you said before. You used Riddler terminology to fucking spit that one out. People just pull shit out of my lexicon wherever I am and use it as quotes. I'm always good. Hey, baby, you're always good. And it's not important yeah. for it to make sense to me. 
I'm only your podcast co-host. I know, but I don't expect you to get high concept things like that. Damn. <laughs> Is it because you still have your hair? You think you're coming after me because I'm I don't have hair on my head? <laughs> I take it oh, really no. way personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Pat, what do you have? I've got one here. Just remember when you're ignoring her, you're teaching her to live without you. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll do. I'll play a little game. I'll play games with her. I won't respond for two weeks, and I'll pop my little head up. Hey, girl, what's up? Oh, I've just been living my life completely devoid of any kind of idea of who you are. Anyway, what do you want? You, I, I'm an exceptional lover. <laughs> go, go back down into my hole. Yeah, I'm an exceptional lover. You should, you know, should you want the opportunity? <laughs> Should you at any point in time change your mind? Yeah. Ugh. I have one that says better to have a, a short life that is full of what you love doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. That feels, okay. that feels good. Feels good. So I have one more here. The only thing that's ultimately real about your journey is the step that you are taking at this moment. That's all there ever is. Mm-hmm. That's Eckhart Tolle. That's pretty good. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, he, he gets it. Um, so I put out on Instagram at DTBFF podcast, a little slide. Hey, tell us a message you wish you could unsend. Delete, delete, delete. Unless you're sending it to the show, then send, send, send. We had some responses. Someone messaged and said, I learned a long time ago to delete. So anything sent since I learned, I regret nothing. (laughs) Fair enough. Proud of you. Yeah. Own it. This one. This one's great. When my ex made my phone autocorrect hi to Big Daddy, and I texted both my parents. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Big Daddy. <laughs> Going to the grocery store. Your mom's like, what? This one says, I drunk texted my best friend my feet as a way to tell him I liked him. Not a feet guy, I guess. <laughs> that's, a bold, that's a bold opening move. Sure is. She or he, I'm not, I can't remember who, if it was a man or a woman, probably a woman, must have great feet to just assume that we like feet. Not all guys like feet. No. Not a, I'm not a feet person. You feet person? You guys feet people? I guess if somebody sent me a picture of their feet, I guess I would be like, oh, those are nice. I suppose. I don't know. It wouldn't do much for me, but I would understand what they were doing. Oh, yeah. I would understand what the move is. Oh, for sure. If you do regularly send feet pics, do you dress up your feet? Do you like paint your nails and like put a little pinky ring on or whatever, or a little like anklets and shit? Do you like really dress up your feet and then send it out? And if you're a man and you do it, do you use a lotion? (laughs) Yeah. Do you shave? Do you you shave shave your toes? Shave some of your knuckles? Your toe knuckles. <laughs> this last one here says, I hit send on a fuck you email I didn't mean to send to a coworker. Now I'm on notice. <laughs> oh, no. oh little, wow. Had a little talking to, I'm sure. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. One time I, I was trying to send a, a girl I was seeing an email from my work email. And the work email, it like wasn't going through. And for some, I can't remember why I did it. I hit print on it. I don't remember why I was doing it. And then it sent anyway. And it was basically saying, 
none of the bosses are here, so we don't have to do jack shit today. So I'm just going to sit at the computer and, and email you periodically. And then I printed that out, and I don't, I have no idea why I was printing it out. I don't remember why. But your boy left it in the fucking printer tray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Got called into my boss's office. It was like, yo, what's this? I'm like reading it, and I'm like, no idea. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he was not happy. And then I think I lasted maybe another week before I fucked up again. I hated that job. Yeah, make sure make sure if you're send if you're aggravated at work and a coworker's pissing you off, maybe write it down and then burn it. And then if it is something important, take it to the boss directly. But any passive aggressive emails are just gonna make you look like an asshole. Yeah, totally. And that's all we got for that little thing. If you guys have any messages that you wish you would have not sent to a ex, to a you wish you didn't send hi <laughs> Big Daddy to your grandma. <laughs> Happy birthday, Big Daddy. <laughs> oh, no. Send all of those to uh, DTBFF Podcast on Instagram or DTBFF Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be right back. from Brooklyn. I'm calling again because I'm feeling kind of attacked again. You know, I'm having a busy week getting prepped, so I didn't listen to the latest episode until tonight. And John Mayer, really, he's one of those, his music, you know, any age group can listen to. Um, It's not dirty, it's not political. I love his voice and I'm not a musician or a singer, so I don't know the vocabulary, but I like the way he makes his voice raspy and the notes he hits, um, especially on Gravity. I don't know. I think you guys need to release a transcript of the episode so that I can look ahead of time and say, okay, I'm not going to listen to this one. I'll fast forward through it. Okay, guys, um, I'm still hanging in there. All right. Thanks and have a good night. Well, you know, glad you're hanging in there. Yeah, I, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is we do have very long descriptions on the show as to what we cover. So if there is something you don't, I don't think we all thought that it was important enough to be like, hey, trigger warning, we <laughs> shit on John Mayer. <laughs> I don't even remember doing it, really. I mean... <laughs> I, you know, you know, I, I reserve the right to air my opinions about things. For sure, I don't. I didn't think any more about John Mayer after we talked about him. Mm-mm. Like we talked about him, and then it was over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We don't care for Mr. Mayer, his general look, or the way he makes music. <laughs> and um, when people say they don't like the things that I like, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I stopped being friends with them. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's um, we're inevitably. I mean, you, you have to think about it, though. Like John Mayer is doing great. Oh yeah, he's doing great. Oh, like he sure. couldn't be doing better. Yeah. Like our little complaint about John Mayer is not going to get back to him. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to change the way John Mayer thinks. No. 
we're not going to change the way John Mayer plays or sounds. Uh, I'm all for anybody liking John Mayer that wants to. I don't need you to stop liking John Mayer for me to feel okay. Yeah. Like John all you want. If you enjoy John, hey, I mean, I kind of like your body as a wonderland, well, but only kind of. And uh, I get like, I think maybe a minute in before I'm like, heard it. come <laughs> out. But uh, I enjoy, yeah, if you enjoy John Mayer or any other bands that we shit on, keep listening to those bands. It doesn't bother us. Yeah. yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't set out to hurt anybody's feelings. No, not at all. Uh, in any way. Yeah, if you don't like our, our, our band opinion, cool. You're going to hear very little of that on the show. Yeah. It's not really the purpose of the show. No, not at all. We're not a review show. Just about no. other people's behavior. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> if there's anything else you don't like about the show, please call in. If <laughs> <laughs> our next call was just like it was like when we when Steve Ag called the show and we were like we found out that that was the guy that you didn't you didn't accept his friendship on Venmo. What if our next voicemail was John Mayer and he's just like, "Hey guys, I I heard <laughs> I heard you didn't like my song." <laughs> I don't think he. I don't, I, I don't think he sounds like that. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty good with imitations and whatnot. Just do him as Steve from Sex and the City. Hey, guys, it's uh, John Mayer. And um, I just, I don't know why you guys uh, always make fun of my music. I uh, work really hard on this guitar. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> instrument I can play. And, uh, you know, I make a lot of songs about ladies' bodies. So... Please take it back. <laughs> Thank you, John. Love the show. Love the show. Yeah. Call in the show anytime. We love hearing from you guys. B has been a longtime listener. She always, and you know what? We always talk about music. Uh, we usually, me and her, talk about music on Instagram. And I, I'll always send her like old hard rock. She loves like early 2000s rock like I did. And the, the like Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach stuff. So I always send her, you know what, B? I sent B a Papa Roach remix on Instagram, and she was like, "I don't really care for this," oh. <laughs> and I and I loved it. I thought me and her were gonna connect. I gotta say that Pat and I are both listening to you say Papa Roach, and we're just trying to stay on the same show as you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my that whole album's about fucking trying to prevent suicide. This is my last resort. Bennett. Who? Come on, man. This is what yeah. B was talking about. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is some bullshit. This is, I'm feeling attacked. I'll tell you an album I do like that I heard the other day is our friend Steve Agee made a music record. Not a what? comedy record, but a music record that is actually kind of funny, but it's, it's rock straight up. And it's called Scab. I will listen to Scab tonight. It's so like good. The, it's really, right? really good. I can't wait. Yeah. We got an update. Hey, guys, do you remember when Miss Anonymous, she wrote in about trying to rise up in the corporate world from Canada and the guy, it's a male-dominated industry, and straight up was told that if she grew a dick and swung it around, that she could get the promotion. And until that happens, she's basically fucked, is uh, what the guy said. We asked, would you be interested in maybe emailing us what it is you do? And the update is even more 
shocking or it's bizarre. Hello. Just listened to the episode. Thank you so much. So to clarify, I work in the legal cannabis industry. Oh, that's man country. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you know a lot about dope, but that's for fucking dudes. Canadian stoners are this misogynistic? Yeah. How the fuck? Uh, As for HR being an option, our HR rep is one of the worst for sexist comments within the company. It would be my word against the rest as I am the only woman in the workplace here. I feel like I should start walking around with a tape recorder to match the retro patriarchal attitude. I might as well add a sprinkle of outdated technology. Thanks again for reading my email. Much love. Your favorite dickless weed grower. (laughs) I am complete. I'm shocked by this. Yeah. You would think a progressive product like weed would have an open door policy to everybody. Yeah. What hillbilly countryside of Canada do these fucking, it doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. They're not hustling heroin. What the fuck is this shit about? I don't understand this dynamic. Okay, so you know how girls have been taking over the weed industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to have an all-male weed company. Uh, Actually, we have to have one woman. All right, one woman, but she can't move up. I don't care how good she is. No dick, no move. Totally. I cannot fucking believe that. It's kind of crazy. Oh, man. Anonymous, I hope you find a better... Come to the States. I guess we're more progressive. I don't know. I've never worked in weed before. Yeah, I would look for something something a little more inviting in the cannabis industry, for sure. And uh, yeah, try your best to take them lawsuit, like we said last time. <sighs> Can't believe it. And now on to Reddit Remix. it. <laughs> Am I the asshole for damaging my ex's car and not paying for it? I broke up with my ex, Ryan, because I found him on Tinder talking to other women. Oh, did he also make apps? (laughs) (laughs) I moved out of his house and I'm living in my own apartment. A few days ago, Ryan messaged me begging me back. Ryan said he was sorry and that he wants to get back together. I told him I needed space. He asked if I was seeing anybody and I said no. Ryan told me I'm not seeing anybody either. I'm still so in love with you. Yesterday, when I was walking back from the grocery store, I saw Ryan at the Wendy's parking lot with another woman. At first, I assumed she was... Wait a a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All you have to know about this whole story is that your ex-boyfriend was at a Wendy's (laughs) with somebody. He took somebody to Wendy's, or he met somebody at Wendy's, but he was at fucking Wendy's. And then you just keep walking. (laughs) You don't truck with the square hamburger. (laughs) They're shitty shakes. The whole thing is a fucking scam. <laughs> Wendy's is a scam? Wendy's is a sucker's game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never heard this. All uh, you need to know. It's all you need to know. Keep going. Okay. I saw my boyfriend at a Wendy's with another girl. Listen to that sentence. <laughs> uh, at first, I assumed she was a friend until they started kissing. For my own amusement, I stealthily walked up to the car and knocked on his window. Ryan was so shocked, he put his car in reverse and hit something. He drove off and later texted me that I needed to pay for the damages. I blocked him. Also, it was a BMW, and he's 52 years old. I want an oil painting of a 52-year-old man 
<laughs> in a Beamer, <laughs> making out with somebody over a bag of Wendy's. Over the bag. And then I just want the word lost written down at the bottom. I wish he backed into a person. <laughs> Another girl he was meeting. Unbelievable. I think it's funny to even, you know, when you when people write into stuff like this, sometimes I think people are genuinely asking, like, hey, am I the asshole? But I feel like this woman just wanted to gloat. She yeah, kn- I do. Yeah, I, I agree. She knows. She knows she's not paying shit. No, gonna, she blocked him. Yeah, she's not going to pay for shit. She knows she's not the asshole. And it is a, it is really funny for him to get so spooked. <laughs> he like, huh, and then recognized who it was and when like looked over at the girl he's sharing fries with and he's like, shit, I got to go. And he fucking took off in his car. He's just like a little panicky bird. It's just a little, little uh, scared little guy. Yeah. He ran into a whatever and damaged his car and then has the has the balls to fucking say, hey, man, will you fix my fender? You're the one that dented it by scaring me. You scared me. Don't be an oh asshole. Amazing. You, know, you, you got to love the world sometimes. People are bizarre. They're a bizarre yeah, bunch. They are. I'm so in love with you. While I while we figure out if we're going to get back together, I'm going to take this chick to Wendy's. It may seem like I don't respect you, but I really don't respect her. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow us where? At DTBFF Podcast on Instagram. I'm It's Gregors, you're Kane Holloway, DTBFF Producer Pat. For sure. Give us a follow, message us. Yeah, send us memes. Send us messages you wish you would have deleted. If you if you think you want to delete them, send them to us. You can also read your messages over the telephone. Unless it has to do with music. Yeah, then don't. Please don't. Unless you're Steve Agee. And uh, be sure to come to our workshop on October 3rd. Tickets are at donttakebullshitfromfuckers.bigcartel.com. If you want to support the show and listen to bonus episodes, you can uh, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash DTBFF podcast. You can just throw in a buck and support the show that way. We have different tiers, different levels. But uh, yeah, if you wanted to say, hey, I really like you guys, a dollar's worth. Boink. One dollar, you get the video version of the podcast. I cut those. Pat cuts the audio. I cut the video. So the video is a lot longer. You get extra crap. You get extra jargon, extra stuff. And uh, with all that said, don't take bullshit from fuckers. Welcome. Hey there. If you like the show, you can find bonus episodes and more at our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. And then rate the show five stars on iTunes because it's the right thing to do. All music by the Raiding Monarchs, produced by Patrick Elliott.